Glass Coast is an adult podcast featuring adult themes and language. Viewer discretion is advised. Our story begins on the Sea Breaker. The wood creaks beneath your feet as the Sea Breaker crashes through the waves heading towards Uptgeva. You have been on this boat for four months, talking, some arguing, and getting to know your co-workers as well as the crew and its captain, Julian Wavesoul, a half-elf of medium height and, if not sunny disposition, Friendly enough, considering you're paying her. You know you're supposed to be reaching Uptgeva today or tomorrow. Uh, those of you below deck, Torin and Mar-E, do not hear when the lookout shouts, Land Ho! Shit, it's going to take me a while. To Father Pyre? Father Pyre and Freda, Frida. Yeah. And Frida, you see a small speck of land on the horizon. The speck grows larger and larger, and the crew begin tying things down and moving other objects and barrels below deck, and you also see the cannons start being brought out and loaded. Captain Wavesoul starts shouting, Get ready, lads! We're approaching the reef! Orders at the ready! And the entire crew shouts back in unison, Hi, Captain! Moments later, you see a, the two of you on deck see a distortion in the air almost like you're looking through dirty glass. And you can di see distinctly that the water on the other side seems more vibrant than on this side. Brace for impact! Wave Soul shouts right as the front of the ship makes contact with this distortion. The two of you below deck feel the ship lurch to the right and feel almost like electricity running through your body as your heads start to spin your hearing goes in and out, and your vision begins to dim around the edges. The two of you on the top pass through this barrier. The ship lurches, the sails get flung every which way, and the wind stops. The oars are immediately pushed out as soon as the, the dis distortion and this feeling of electricity through your body stops and begin to correct the ship. The Captain Wave Soul shouts, Make ready to look out! And you hear one of them shout, Starboard! And a shot fires, followed by many more. The cannons going and going, firing seemingly into the ocean, before you all feel the ship rise several feet out of the water and then come back to a rest on the completely still, almost... It looks like you should be able to see through the water, but you can't. Like, the water is just very crystal blue, but it's also murky. Below, it looks like maybe a few feet below this crystal blue, it just turns to murk. Uh, the crew begin shouting back and forth. Oars begin to move. You, feel, you hear a drum from beneath the ship start beating as the oars start bringing the ship towards the western coast. 
of Uptgeva. It's another couple of hours before you actually make it towards the uh, inlet. Uh, the inlet is essentially two large cliff faces jutting out into the ocean. And as you get closer, you see the light reflecting off of the black crystal of the obsidian cliffs of Einengar, City of Glass. The Sea Breaker pulls into the southernmost dock, as this is on the western coast of the subcontinent. Mari and Torin are called above deck that you have made landfall. And you see Captain Wavesoul hop off, go and start to speak to who you assume is the dock master or someone else of import to register the ship. You all can collect your things and be on your way towards the trading house that you are supposed to help set up today. Torn of the last above decks. And slowly rises up from the stairs. Looks left, looks right. Uh, as you, to your right, because you're, yeah, to your right is uh, maybe 200 yards, and then you kind of hit the cliff face. To your left, you see another dock about 50 yards away. This one has much larger ships in it. And then you kind of just can barely see another dock on the other side of that dock, probably another 50 yards from that central dock. And which side is the dock or the dock that we're like we're at? You're on the southern. So if you imagine it's on the western side, so there's the southern, middle, and northern docks. Yeah. You're on the southern one. Okay. Okay. Does the coast does the coast run like like south? north and south? North yeah, and south works, yes. on on this coast it does. Mm-hmm. Because also, that makes it easier for me. Did the wind pick, up, pick back up? Nope. Oh, I re- oh, Frida really doesn't like that. Yeah, there is no wind, or there was no wind as you were coming in. But is there any wind on the island now that we're here? Uh, not on the dock. But you do see some flags and things on buildings kind of flapping back and forth kind of erratically. Cool. But uh, gather your supplies and hop off. Torn was the last one of decks, but the first off. First off. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of sits there like, ooh, like getting his land legs again. Yeah. Oh, uh, Captain Wavesoul finishes uh, their discussion with... The dockmaster and approaches says, "Right, well, the ah, uh, the dockmaster's been paid. Ship's been. I'll quiet down. I my pirate voice is very loud. <laughs> yeah, just back up a little bit. Right, is that better? <laughs> right, I'll try to be quieter. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. All right, dockmaster's been paid. The goods will be moved into the warehouse. Lord Wakehove paid for, and you can pick them up whenever you want." Thank you. Right? Right, yes. Well, it's been quite the journey, and thank you for your excellent service. Absolutely. We're definitely going to miss that good food, lad. Ah, That was great. Someone's going to be having a (laughs) sit-down soon. I tried to impart as many lessons as I could on the young chap, so don't be too hard on him. The young chap. Uh, It's a dude that's probably equally as old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, they go back onto the ship and begin shouting orders. You see a crane gets like kind of hooked onto the main mast mm-hmm. to try to like pull up all of the goods from below deck. 
and they oh. start unloading your stuff to hand it over to the dock hands to put into the uh, dockside warehouse for temporary storage. Really quick, uh, what was the name of the boat we were on? The Sea Breaker. Sea Breaker. That was captained by Julian Wavesoul. Sea Breaker. Like one of the boxes of stuff is just all of like Amari's um, clothes and like other. Oh yeah, all of your personal there. like belongings <laughs> for your apartment are in there like, as well. Yes. Do you have like, like a ridiculous? Title? Huh? Do you have like a title? Title? Like, You're not technically a noble. I'm not technically a noble. You're just really my rich. My family's just really rich, so I can just use my name. Like you know, like my name's See, like a like a brand name. Like if you say gin and tonic, if you heard the Tonic, Tonic Family, it's like a brand name, you know? If you like. It's like Disney. Yeah. So, like, Tonic tonic Brand Potions. Get them. <laughs> get them! Like, <laughs> get them! Get them now! Yeah, get them now! Like, what is that? You know? Okay. Buy them! Because <laughs> Torn is a fan of using, like, uh, kind of like honorifics, like Mr. Mrs. whatever stuff. So, like, I, I don't know. What would he dress all of you by? Frida. Hmm. That's it? No honorific. The snows like to keep it short. <laughs> God. Oh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, honorifics, eh? Um, I, yeah, I, like, like, like that's just kind of the society he's from. Is like respect. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I mean, he definitely calls father pie or father. Yeah. Father, yeah, that's like. Almighty, you were asking for like a miss or. A I mean, if or, if I there is none, that's ma'am. fine. <laughs> if there is none, that's fine. Don't call me little miss because that will start a fight. Oh god. <laughs> Somebody has a kite complex. <laughs> I'm shorter than most people's shoes. Okay. <laughs> Torn looks down on his boots. Checks. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Checks yeah, out. Yeah. Verified. Yeah. Uh, so based off of what Lord Wakehove has told you, the trading house he has set up will be in the sort of north of the 6th district of the city, which is sort of just north of this dock. So you have kind of a rough map of where you need to go. And... That's something we want to do. <laughs> Yeah, there's not really great maps of Einengar in not, in the old world. Not yet. Can I can I look for like a really tall building or like a big tree, like the tallest thing in the city that I can see? Well, for you, <laughs> that's everything. <laughs> uh, you see, most of the buildings you can see right now from the dock are warehouses, so you know, two stories, very large for storing. Goods. Who's the tallest here? I am technically six three. It's Father Pyre. He's six six. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, you begin making your way towards, or trying to make your way towards, the trading house. The first thing you notice about the city is that every single building is one made of a reddish brown wood that you have never seen before. All of them are about two feet off the ground on stilts that dig into the obsidian glass that this entire cove is made out of. And all of them, including the warehouses, have these these vines that grow these very thick, broad leaves, almost like 
pine fronds, and every single building has them at, on at least two corners just covered. And just as you're walking through, you see a few people taking hatchets to them, cutting them down and putting them into baskets and taking them inside. Can, oh, I, like. can I make a... Have I seen anything like this before? No. What does it smell like? Uh, it all smells kind of fresh, and then you occasionally get a whiff of sewage. <laughs> because as you leave the docks, the wind picks up, oh. and it is not standard. It doesn't seem to have a general direction. It will go one way and then stop and then start going a different way. So you'll f- smell like fruits and vegetables and flowers and just really nice floral and wood. And then it shifts, and you'll smell nothing, and then it shifts, and you smell sewage, and then you smell flowers again. It's just this very chaotic, shifting amount of smells oh. and experiences. You see peoples of all races here. Uh, you see lizard folk, gnomes, halflings, dwarves, humans, pretty much anyone just trying to not be weighed down by the systems of government of the old world, just coming to try to... Good old gold rush style, just trying to make something of themselves that they weren't before. See, these um, are the kind of people I like. I'm sure they'll be very glad I'm here to proselytize to them. <laughs> I'm picturing like Murray just wearing these goggles, like tinted down to cover his <laughs> cover his eyes, like wearing a hat that's rimmed, and just being all touristy and looking at all like the plants and stuff, like taking samples, like in the wood, and like knocking on it, and just like staring at. Oh, uh, you are not able to take a sample of the wood. It is. Hard. Not the what the plants. The, oh, the, the plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take some of those, and you're like, yeah, I'm just like studying everything. You're like, what is this? Uh, I'll oh. just kind of like, like rap on the on just a piece of wood with my knuckles. Is it petrified? It feels petrified. Like the hardness mm-hmm. would be similar to petrified petrificated wood, but it still has like the grain and feel of wood. Interesting. I'll have it, you know. Side note. It's very hard not drawing your character look like Jar Jar Binks. Me? How? I'm going to move this a little. Well, I'm bad at drawing frilled lizards, and he has little floppy things, and he's... The frills of, like, I was thinking the frills of point downwards, kind of like the Victorian, like, Victorian colors and, like, old paintings, oh. you know? So, like, the frills, like, are, like, down, kind yeah, of, like, 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 you know those like lizards here. that, like, have the thing that pop up? Yeah. yeah, it's, like, yeah. they're, like, just down, like, the Victorian collar. So it's kind of like that shape? Yes, kind of like that, like on the edge of his neck. Kind Sorry of like, to you good? I did not want to continue with Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we needed a frills to... clarification. We need clarification of the frills. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very important. You see a number of people that wear red sashes, and they seem more heavily armed than everyone else. Kind of make of that what you will. Uh, everyone with a red sash is carrying at least one pistol, and at least a sword or an axe. Uh, you pass a number of other individuals, uh, not a lot, but you do pass a few other armed individuals just kind of making their way, but this mostly seems to be like a trading slash warehouse section of the city. So there's mostly like workers, just people in working clothes. Uh, most of these workers aren't wearing shoes. They're mm-hmm. wearing uh, like bandages almost, like wrapped around their feet, like some thick sort of bandage. And uh, I mean, it just seems to be what these workers like to wear on the glass to help them keep a grip as they're moving heavy objects around. Uh, you do see a number of Lishi that you that you know, all of you would know from the old world. They're around. They mostly like to keep to themselves, but you do see a f- decent number of them. 
by comparison to what you would see in a city of this size in the old world, there's far more of them than there normally would be. Ah, oh, yes, yes, curious folk, yes, yes. Especially for you, because they do not like organized society. <laughs> My greatest challenge yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Father, this is your new flock. What do you think? Well, I always did say that I like a challenge. Well, you got one here. How tall are these leafy lovelies? Uh, they range in height. Uh, average around four to five feet. Oh, dang! dang. Yeah, uh, you, <laughs> you do see they they range in height very greatly. So you see some that are about your size would be the smallest. The tallest would be about five feet. Can I high five one my size? He, uh, you pass one that has a cutlass made out of like bark. And just kind of looks at you oddly with like this wooden, almost like Korok mask, and kind of vibrates and makes like the rattling of like wind chime noises from inside of it, and then just kind of like moves away. <laughs> oh, I think I think you spooked him. <laughs> Didn't look spooked. Looked more like, why the fuck are you? Who are you? <laughs> well, also, can we see their facial expressions behind the mask? No, you just see two glowing. Uh, you know, Lishi normally don't have, yeah. most don't have faces. They just have. Not in the traditional sense. Yeah, yeah. a, a yeah. face that is carved for them. Hmm. So you just see the two glowing eyes of their plant construct bodies. Uh, You guys want to head straight towards your quote unquote map is telling you to go and get to the trading house? Or do you want to meander around for a little while? I feel like we should probably check in soon. Yeah, I feel like Mari actually has some, like, suitcases with them. Like, carry on. Bunch of, like, carry on. Carry on. Because, like, obviously there's, like, the alchemy set that <clears throat> they have to bring on. They have their clothes. And they have, like, all the stuff they're using in the cabin. Now, like, they kind of want to drop it off for to go meandering. So it's like, let's go to the house first, and then let's go explore. <laughs> all right. Uh, it takes you a minute. Because as you find out, the trading house is not even in the center of the, what did I say, 8th, 6th district. It's kind of off to the side of the entire city, actually. Like, there's nothing behind it. It's just kind of off by itself. But it is a rather large three-story building with its own smaller warehouse behind it. And it looks nice. It is the newest building You've seen so far the vines just peeking out over the top of the roof and a hanging sign on the front that says Glass Coast Trading Company. And it has a it is a it has like a shard of glass as like the the company symbol is like a shard of glass crossed with like a quill. Mm -hmm. How structurally sound does the building look? Very. Okay, good. Yeah, everything, I will say you especially seem, these buildings are weird, because you're not sure how they built them into the obsidian, because if you can imagine like a pole driver, you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dig out dirt and then put a pole in, it looks like they did that with the glass, but cut out perfectly where the post needed to be, and slid the post inside, Mm. put some sort of material inside of the hole to lock it in. It's very interesting construction, yeah, but very I, sturdy. Very can I sturdy. Use my knowledge of architecture, or yeah, of architecture to hazard a guess as to how they did it. What is your training level? Uh, it is trained. Make me a roll. We'll say DC fifteen. First roll. Uh, 
<laughs> that doesn't bode well. <laughs> I rolled a one. First roll of the game, folks. Fascinating construction. Fascinating. Truly fascinating. This will require more research on your part. Xylem is just full of challenges. Very exciting. But I will say everything does look very sturdy. Yep. Like, it is not going anywhere. Just at a glance. Uh, as you open the door, a bell rings above. Uh, from out of the back, you hear, Who the fuck is that? And you see your manager, Lynn Coincrusher, a six-foot-seven half-orc with thick braids going down about halfway down her back and tattoos that on the surface kind of look like prison tats. But as you look at them, they're essentially like, like not calligraphy, but uh, like hieroglyphic storytellings of her business conquests. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. So Father, I think um, I'm in love. <laughs> oh, hello, Lindia. We're here. Ah. Uh. You all finally arrived. Uh, stuff here? Uh, it's it's on its way, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's being, being put in, yeah. put in the warehouses. Right? Yeah, put into a, a dockside warehouse to then be transferred to your to trading company's personal warehouse. Yes, yes, yes it's being stored in a warehouse down at the docks. Uh, you should inform the porters that they'll need to bring it up. Yes, right, right. I'll, I'll get in touch with our hiring company and let them know to go ahead and grab that. Oh, welcome. Uh, I guess. She kind of looks around. You see that she looks like she'd been like cleaning slash doing some minor carpentry work, or there you see like almost like like dust and gravel bits on her that Aww. are the same color as the wood. <laughs> uh-huh. She's like, uh, "Let me uh, let me show you around then." Uh, well, this is the main floor, and you see a large, almost like showroom with a Aww. counter on one end. Oh, uh, got stock room in the back for the stuff we're going to be selling here. Going to try to do like a general trading company vibe here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, ship large quantities of stuff back to the old world. So that's kind of what all this is. Takes you to back into the storeroom where you see a stairs going up. She's like, there's also going to be stairs in the back that'll get to each floor. So you kind of have your own private thing. You don't have to come to the showroom every time you want to come in and out. Uh, there you see in the back almost like a bay doors to bring product from the warehouse in. Uh, get to the second floor. She's like, well, this is where y'all are going to be staying. Uh, Please tell me we have our own rooms. You do indeed have your oh. own room. That was in the contract. You were very specific about oh. that, Mr. Torrin. It, it is one room each, perfectly sized. Uh, you're free to do with it as you will. Just don't destroy it. Obviously, damage will come out of your pay. Now, I don't want to get into particulars too um. soon, but uh, what about the peaches? <laughs> peaches? are on the boat. So they will be in the supplies that should be coming as soon as I talk to the hirelings. Corin has shed 40 pounds of tension. <laughs> Just immediately. And what do you consider um, destroyed? I'm going to let you hazard a guess as to what I would charge you if it broke. Hmm. If I have to pay somebody to fix it, it's coming out of your money. Got it. Uh, you see a large open common area, a kitchen area, and then four bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, one bathroom. <laughs> uh, you see that it's just a toilet. There's no shower, bath, or anything. Um, four rooms. Uh, there's main common area, kitchen, 
And then four rooms, one bath. You know what? I'll say on it's either side like of in- the apartment, there's a, quote, bathroom. Okay. One has a toilet. The other one has a large wooden tub. We'll say you guys can have to deal with that. <laughs> oh, God. And so, like, those are, like, kind of in a line. So it's, like, the main, the common room leads into the kitchen, which leads into, like, the area with the rooms and the bathrooms? Yes. Okay. But you come up the stairs into the common room, mm. and then so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, and he's like, and this is where y'all are gonna be staying, and then upstairs is where Lord Wakehove, his wife, and the lovely Miss Amelia will be staying. You cannot go up there. The door is locked. Fine with awesome. me. So are we in the third floor or second floor? Second. We're second floor, okay. Torrin stakes out the best room, takes the one on the Aww. front left. Well, all right, ladies first. Frida just wants the one with the best windows. She wants to be able to see things. Yeah, Torrin doesn't care about windows. Well, Father f- Father Pyre takes whatever room is on the same side as Torrin. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, um, Jesus. Oh, oh no. And then uh, Mar-E will find the room with the alchemy lab set up. Because <laughs> now it's in the... Uh, there, the yes, in your contract, there is oh, one that has yes. extra room oh, right. for a uh, alchemy lab. Yes, we do have specific rooms. Okay, yes. yes. And I will find the one with the with the peaches. <laughs> the peaches are... Oh, in no, the sorry, sorry. Yeah, the peaches are on their with way. The, uh, no, I will else? say they just adjusted the room size of every room. So you all have the same size room. They just readjusted the mm-hmm. blueprints it's to make space for like, a alchemy lab. And we're just like, like, ah, fuck it. Just, fuck it. just, one, just, one just make everything bigger. <laughs> my <laughs> my room, the window has been uh, just replaced with like a solid... like. Uh, or like his important. You have shutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. shutters that have locks on them. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna do it, but part of me just wants to put like a confessional screen between <laughs> <laughs> Pyre and Torin's rooms. Yes, oh. <laughs> uh, child, tell me your sins. How the fuck did you? <laughs> Father, can I please get two minutes of privacy? <laughs> Down in row, like one, two, three, four. Or are we on like two on each? It's side like two room? on each side. Okay. Okay. So y'all are across the hall. No, no, we're next door. You're next door. So y'all are. Across no. The hall so, yes. We. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So we've got. Oh boy. So, <laughs> oh no. As so you guys great. start, uh, like you guys pick out your rooms, and uh, Lynn kind of goes, right. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, would any of you like to run to the hirelings and a half? Hiling house that we hired to, uh, that's a lot of H's on know. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? <laughs> Hiling's in a half hiling house. Got it, thank you. That name might change later as I decide to change it. It sounds mighty fine to me. Uh, would one of you mind run, running over there and letting them know that, uh, they can start picking our stuff up from the warehouse? Or would you all like to stay and relax? Actually, one of you is going to go. I'm going I'll, to say that right now. I'll let them know. I'll go. Thank you, Mr. Torn. Thank you, uh, Torin. As soon as that stuff gets back, though, uh, there are food supplies in there as well, so you guys can take the rest of the day off, and we can get started on actual work tomorrow. What time today is it? You arrived around like three o'clock. Um, can I ask Miss Plancrusher, saying, "Man, where is the tallest place in the entire city, if you don't mind?" Well, if you come with me, and she takes you out, and you guys do actually have a balcony. So, like, if you imagine the... Look at us being fancy as shit. Oh, dang. Lord, Damn. Lord Byron has, is one, kind of a lazy architect. He designed it himself. Nice. So it's basically just carbon copied. <laughs> nice, nice. Floors. And also, he's a man of refinement, and there are certain benefits he promised you, and 
balcony not necessarily being one of them. It was just a nice living space. And for him, having a balcony is part of a nice living space. What does the balcony face? I was just getting to that. Okay. So it is on the left. Like, if you're facing the front door, it is on the left side of the... uh, the warehouse so it's kind of you guys come up if you come up the stairs it connects to the main living area of y'all's y'all's uh apartment and it's big enough for like two people to sit on it maybe three Mm -hmm. with uh with frida well maybe four (laughs) with frida (laughs) three plus frida (laughs) 3.5 yeah But yeah, she uh, takes you uh, you out onto the balcony and kind of over the side towards the, kind of across the city, you can see on the opposite cliff face from you guys, from like uh, this southern end, so the northern cliff, you can see what looks like pillars and essentially like a large temple-esque structure. Like if you can imagine like ancient Egyptian temples kind of carved into mm-hmm. cliff mm-hmm. faces, it's like that, except it's like in the middle of the cliff face. And then on top of that looks like a large stone manor. And that's outside of the city or part of the city? That is where Governor Sven lives. And that would be the tallest structure technically outside of the city, but as it is his city... Duly noted. As far as tallest building in the city, that would be the watchtower in the... As I flip back to my map of the city district in the ninth district. Ninth district. How's the uh, how's the stonework on the cliff thing? Oh, it's far too far away to, to see. But it is distinctly white, which obviously stands out against the marble or the uh, obsidian. How so old? it is stark. Uh, how old is the city? Do we ever cover that? Like, how old is it? So like? the. Sven start found it about fifteen years ago. Okay. Started colonizing it twelve years ago, and Einengar was the first successful colony, and it was founded about six to seven years ago. But a lot of people had already been like here trying to colonize, make a wow. make a life. So as soon as they found a place where they weren't constantly attacked by the wildlife, it built very quickly. Okay. Once they like cool. figured out how to live here. It went really quick because there was already a decent amount of people trying to live here. Okay. So this is like their like sixth attempt at a city. (laughs) Sixth attempt. There's like a history museum somewhere about the other attempts. Nope, they're all gone. They're all gone. Nope. It's actually talked about like as like a danger of going there. All of those settlements just got destroyed. It's so dangerous over there. It's like Altamara Roanoke. Roanoke. (laughs) Yeah, except they know exactly what what happened. Massive fuck off monsters coming out of the forest and like planes that they tried to settle on and just attacking. Dumb. So can I say like, I should have tried to settle on helicopters. Giant monsters, you say? <laughs> can I see how far it is to the uh, giant manor? Uh, probably just under like ten-ish miles, maybe a little bit over. This is a big fucking city. It's a big, it's a big inlet. Yeah, the city doesn't take up the whole. Oh, like sure. you, like you guys are on the southernmost edge of the city. There's probably a decent like five six miles before you hit the cliff face. 
like the city is nestled in the middle. So you so from where you guys are, it's probably about ten miles, but from the opposite end of the city, it's probably like four. You guys are literally on the opposite side of the city from it. Oh, wow. Would I be able to know if that would be the best vantage point for a hypothetical map-making situation? Of the city? Probably. Okay, cool. So you are going to go and talk to the hiring company. Yes. Actually, we're going to rename them to... Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Johnson and Peterson Hireling Co. Goons Incorporated. <laughs> yes. Incorporated. <clears throat> well, they're located in. God, I keep putting my map away. Is this is this the uh, what's her name? Uh, Coin Crusher. Is this Coin Crusher talking to me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are located in the tenth district. Uh, just let them know that you were there representing Glass Coast. Let them know what the uh, what warehouse it is by the bay, and then they'll bring it over here. They know where we are. Yes, ma'am. Alrighty. Uh, I'm gonna get back to it. I don't know. You're adults. I hired you to do a job. Do it. I, I will talk in the morning about more specifics, but for now, get those goods over here. So, anybody going with Torin, or do you guys so, want to argue so about your leaves. room? <laughs> I was going to go with. So, she, she leaves, and Torin turns around to those guys. So, where'd she say it was? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I was. Johnson and Peter. I was, you know, distracted. It was a long trip. Um. Mm. <clears throat> That is a tall woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, you are quite flushed. I mean, I mean does have <laughs> Forgive me, Father Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Torrent's face is matching like, his beard. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Mari pulls out like a fan and starts like waving it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, much appreciated. Much appreciated. It looks like you need it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Do not worry. Abaddon does not frown on the pleasures of the flesh. <laughs> I w- good good to know. Thank you, Father. You need a walk? Can I for a walk? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Kyle, can I use your uh, character sheet to look at the skills? Because mm-hmm. I did not print one off for myself. I was thinking one with me because I visualize so the character does sometimes. So I'm just like, oh, wait, that's weird. <laughs> oh, I thought you had lore shouting. <laughs> no, so so I can't like actually. Give points in a custom lore skill on this, mm. so I ha- it's it's lore like one terrain, but I said I just sky. yeah, lore shouting, <laughs> shouting ah <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah. what in tarnation? <laughs> Sounds like a hoop you can nanny. Determine where these shouts come from in right. your origin. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are all heading, Father. God, I Father Pyre. Pyre. Wait, don't yes. know why I have trouble with that. Yeah, I wrote you down as Pyre. We're good, sorry. Alright, uh, are you going as well? I think Father Pyre is going to just spend some time just, like, wandering the city. Oh, um, Alright. Just, like, stop it. Like, like if he sees somebody struggling with something, he, like, will, like, stop and help him, or, like, he'll just kind of, like, oh. poke his head into a tavern for a few minutes and sh- chat with the bartender. Or... Have you heard of the good word of Abaddon? <laughs> I don't think he's <laughs> proselytizing just yet. I think he's looking for, like, yeah, good like, spots. Good spots to like to to preach, and also like receptive locals to preach to. All right, so we will get to that. Yeah, in a minute. Yeah. Okay. So you guys all kind of, well, you three, go on your own way, yes. and 
Father Pyre goes off on his own. As soon as Father Pyre's away, (laughs) Thornton just goes, that man is insufferable. (laughs) Really? He's driving me insane. Makes a good souffle, though. Definitely. It's true, but he just won't shut up. It could be sweeter, though. How the fuck did you make a souffle on a boat? (laughs) How indeed. It was really good. By the grace of Abaddon. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, it's like... It's better than one at home, but it could have been a little sweeter. <laughs> uh, I will need one of you three to make me a navigation roll, so that would either be... I will let uh, Torn. you can use your scouting lore, or survival, or your cartography. So it's survival... I got survival, so... Hey, hold on. No, I did a really good roll, I just did it. Well, it's a natural 20. Where's my... So, uh, 25 total. 25 total? If the totals matter. Okay, hold on. Well, I mean, you get a crit, su- or like a, yeah, crit success, so. You did? It's my first roll. It's going to oh, be a good game, guys. Oh. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, it could yeah. also change what, like, information I give him, yeah. like, the total yeah. based off of, like. No, no, a 20 always counts as a critical success. Yeah, and no, he succeeds, but it could, like. No, I mean, like. Change what I give him. <laughs> yes. Do those hand motions more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what did you get? Uh, I'm trying to find out on the app where to find my thing. It would be under skills. Maybe if I make you. Under Bill? No. I'm, I'm looking at your thing. There's a there's a tab at the top. Offense, gear, skills, spells. Skills. Oh, it keeps going. I didn't realize it kept going. And then it would be crafting. Would it be crafting? would be crafting. Mm, no. No. It, it would be uh, if you don't have like a lore skill because you have crafting, cartography. Let's just say survival. I don't, I don't have a cartography stat. Yeah, it's a custom thing. So you have crafting like cartography. Uh, yeah, like, uh, just ha- just roll uh, survival plus your whatever. It's wisdom. So survival plus wisdom will just say you're trying to find your way so you get your uh you're trained total 20 total 20 all right i just got an 11 an 11 you're not used to being like not carted around in like a palanquin <laughs> palanquin so, i mean pa- palanquin is that it I, I can never no here they're called palanquins Palanquins. Yeah, it's, it has a picture of harlequin on it, <laughs> <laughs> it says just... birds of prey <laughs> I'm just used to having people telling me where to go. And now you do. <laughs> I do, so nothing has changed. Uh, you guys have to, like, grab Mara T every now and then to be like, no, no, wrong, no, nope, oh. wrong way, nope. No, occasionally Mara you're like, ooh, what's that thing? And you're like, nope, 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 nope. I will say with a natural 20 and then a 20, an unnatural 20, you guys get a good... Unnatural. A good feel of each of the districts as you pass through them. So the 6th District is sort of the newest district. It's the one they're currently adding on to. You pass through the 8th District, which seems to be a kind of trading house, crafting sort of uh, place where there's more artisanal makers of things here. Then you pass through the 5th District, which is a full-on, like, raw materials coming through what you now know is the fourth district which is where essentially the warehouse district for the main port fifth district is where like raw materials raw goods are brought in and 
from either the coast or from the inland and then produced and processed into things that the artisans can then use. So there's a lot of forges, smelters, large-scale blacksmiths. You wouldn't go here to, like, find armor. The refineries. Refineries, yeah. Uh, and then you get to the ninth District, which is the main sort of hub of the city, trading area, merchant area, large open space in the middle like large rectangle and in the center is a pavilion that's about 30 yards long that's covered has columns again all of this is made out of this red wood and then you go to the 10th district which you see has just a lot of large barrack style buildings just row after row of just these two-story barracks and you come and some of them have a like store signs hanging in front of them some of them don't you see a lot more people that look kind of like you just like armed explorers in the sorry in the eighth district the uh uh one where they had like a bunch of yeah the artisan yes area yeah um are they selling stuff or is it just like them making they're selling some stuff okay um, but uh, I will say, again, with a natural 20, you kind of see matching signposts from the artisan district to, like, the merchant district. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you gather they probably have this area as where they make, like, their jewelry and then an actual storefront that just has jewelry. Okay. Sort of an idea. Um, in these, Then in the market district, which was four, five? Nine. Oh, nine. Um, I'd like to see if I could pick up just, like, a, a pair of dice, but specifically ones that seem to be made of like the obsidian, the obsidian dice, or the oh. the same kind of like glass that the that the cliffs are made made out of. Oh, the cliffs. Or the, or the uh, yeah, glass? sure. You you find on the square you a a, a a knickknack store. You go yeah. in. They have a couple different sets of like gaming dice, some cards, things like that, and they do have a glass dice set. All right. Yeah, just one that's made of like. A similar material to material. Yeah, to yeah, it like looks the, like it's uh, obsidian-ish. Okay, uh, or yeah. close enough. Um, yeah. Sparkly. Oh yeah, it's a knickknack shop. There's snow globes. Snow globes. <laughs> <And> <laughs> just snow globes. That's it. Chips and bottles. <laughs> uh, weird little like claws and like dried hands of weird <clears throat> creatures and things. Are they like ships of actual ships? Yeah, they're like modeled ships. They're ship ships. They're like. Galleon X uh, uh, frigate. Roll me an intelligence check. So just straight plus your intelligence modifier. Keeping what? The store, the, whoever's like the storekeeper. Are they like out at a like counter? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're sitting at a counter reading a book. Oh, this ain't great. Alright. You recognize one of them. It is a decently famous pirate ship called uh, the Slashing Crone. It's known to uh, make its way around the Arinthian Sea that's on the southern end of the... It's a series of archipelagos on the southern end of the Old World continent. Think sort of like... Um, 
like Greece, like the uh, GNC, where it's just like a bunch of islands off the coast of the mainland. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where that is. So yeah, it's known for patrolling around there. It's a, I don't, I mean, as it seems to be like that's the ship. It has like the flag that the uh, slasher crone is known for cool. on it. Yeah, you get some dice. Um, I, 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 it's a silver. Oh, a silver. Oh, a silver. A silver. Is it nine or, or ten silver for one? Yeah, card? we're just to keep it simple. We're doing the ten to ten to ten. ten, to ten, to ten. How much did you spend on your supplies? I didn't do any supply shopping writing down. I totally forgot about money and supplies. <laughs> we will say you have. Where's my sturdy angle? I was like, where's my angle? You have three gold left. It's okay. I only have two. Oh shit! I had like ten. I'm Damn, double guys. checking. Again, well, I mean, I spent I spent a fair amount of gold on healing tools, so oh, yeah, you're so welcome. Torin didn't buy much. And I'll look it through what you got just to make sure that's a fair amount for what you got. I don't know what I got. We'll look through it later. Uh, and then you, uh, as you're in the 10th district looking around, you see the sign for, uh, what did I say, Johnson & Peterson? Yeah. Johnson & Peterson Hiring Co., a family company. A family company. And while we're walking, I'm just kind of uh, like looking at the dice, looking at like the cut of the. Uh, if this is actually the same sort of material that's like in the surrounding yeah. area, um, but kind of like, I'm basically like analyzing it like, uh, uh, sort of like a dwarf would, you know, being uh, a dwarf. But just like sort of. Sort of Bless you. Start over. I will. Who s- let the father be here? <laughs> Father, is that you? Father? Father? I will say just give me a roll plus your level. Okay. Since you're doing a dwarf thing. Twelve. It's actual obsidian. Mm -hmm. The dice are obsidian. The ground is obsidian. Whether this obsidian on the dice came from the ground is anybody's guess, but they both are obsidian. Yeah, and I'm checking like, you know. It, they, they're they're nicely cut. Is it like heavy? Like like is it gonna like shatter easily? Stuff like that. Seems decently sturdy. Like it's still obsidian. It's still like a glass. Are the the um like edges of the dice are they rough or are they smooth? They've been smoothed out mm. so that you're not gonna like cut yourself on the dice because again sharp glass is not fun. On our way through the town, do we see any other kind of plants or just the leafy greens? Uh, every roof has these leafy greens. Some of them have like some flowery vines growing off some sides, but the big, large, frowny vines are the ones you see everywhere. Cool. And as you guys get to Johnson and Peterson Trading Company, I will cut over to Father Pyre. Roll me a survival check as you wander through the city. All right. That's a 19. A 19. All right. Uh, you help a few people along your way, just moving carts. Uh, you help an old lady cross the street. There aren't any crosswalks here. Huh. Fascinating. Just terrible design for they, a city. They are backwards, aren't they? <laughs> These savages. <laughs> savages. Now, I would never use the word savage. Savages. <laughs> that tends to rile them up, you see. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and but it's terribly <clears throat> offensive. And I will say that you bypass the 8th district entirely, so you don't know about the Artisan district. Mm. But you do know about the 5th district, which is the uh, 
what did I call it? The processing center. Then you come to the ninth district, and here you see that big open area with the awning, and you hear debate. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh boy! And as you approach the awning, you see people giving sermons, proselytizing, giving arguments about rhetoric, ethics. Any manner of things. Do the three of us hear this while we're in the ninth district? You like heard it as you were like passing by. And you're like, oh hey, there's an oddity shop. I want some dice. And then you just kinda kept going. You just kinda paid no mind. Yeah, you're you at this point have like blocked out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actively. Yeah. I've learned to just ignore any kind of like I hear something about like his divine and I'm just like, Nope. Nope. <laughs> you like beelined it out yep. of there. Mm-hmm. And as you approach you see a younger gentleman human in his 40s say you there sir what do you think about the conquest of this great natural resource we have here we are encroaching upon nature's land we were not meant to be here father fire oh here we go cracks his knuckles like cracks his neck just beats the fuck out of him (laughs) beats the shit out of him (laughs) Uh, hold on. Give me a minute to formulate a response to that. <laughs> oh, no. I also turned myself back up a little bit. No, it's your time to shine. Yes, yes. Well, my good sir, you obviously have not heard the good word of our Lord Abadar. Oh, yes. And he, like, pulls out his holy text that he carries with him. You see him quickly, like, glance up and down and then have a look cross his face very quickly of, like, oh, not again. <laughs> you see, in the time before time, Lord Abadar opened the doors of the first vault and emptied its treasures onto the land, uh, bringing civilization to the world and dividing the man from the beast. Now, it is our duty as, as creatures of Abadar's love to spread civilization as far and as wide as we can. Because in the end times, Abaddon will open his great vault once again, and if he judges us worthy, we shall have eternal paradise within the first vault. Ah, but see what you just said there? He, upon creation, separated man from beast. No man was on this continent before we arose. Wouldn't that mean we are encroaching upon nature's rights? Ah, but you forget Abadar's first commandment to spread civilization wherever it is not. And there is no civilization here, so therefore we should bring civilization here. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> no, I just remembered who you remind me of, and it's murdering my brain. <laughs> because your voice kind of reminds me of a little bit of Tinky. Yep. Yeah, that's... So uh, at this point, let's just have a religion roll off. Oh, oh hell God. yes. <laughs> Roll me a, uh, a religion rap battle. Let's say, are you trying to draw a crowd or are you trying to win the argument? Mm. I think I'm trying to win the argument. Okay, make me a straight persuasion check. Is persuasion a thing? Diplomacy. In this? Diplomacy. Diplomacy. So make me a diplomacy check. Ooh, and he will also make one. What'd you get? It's a nine. Plus any? No. No, that's 
That's plus Oof. what I have. Yeah. Not rolling with this die anymore. Boo. So, things you did not know about this continent. Mm-hmm. He rolled a 15, by the way. Yeah. There are apparently ruins of an ancient civilization on this island, on this continent, that you did not know existed. He brings that up and uses that to systematically just dismantle there is not civilization here thus you must colonize Mm -hmm. and say there was civilization here it was destroyed by nature we are do not belong here this is not our place this place was set aside and just over the course of like three hours just kind of takes you to town in this argument you hold your own you're Mm. not a stupid man you know your stuff and know how to talk and argue and it goes back and forth but at the end he you feel he has gotten the better of you in this argument mm-hmm. three hours three hours arguing the nature of religion and divine right the nature of nature and religion nature religion oh. nature versus manifest destiny oh god i wouldn't call it manifest destiny but <laughs> <laughs> So that happens. Anything mm-hmm. else you want to do? No. Uh, I will say he's also very like. Mm-hmm. No, like I it, think like it end, ends and he's like, "Well done." Kind of people are yeah. kind of going home at this point. He kind of shakes your hand, gets your name, mm-hmm. and his name is Quill. And just kind of like a good argument. Yeah. No, and I think Father Pyre, you know, thanks him for a spirited discussion. He nods. Secretly sets aside a date for round two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we will cut back to you guys. You enter in three hours prior (laughs) into the Johnson and Peterson hireling company. The receptionist at the desk is a, let's say lizard folk gentleman who Uh says, "Uh, yes, uh, how can I help you? Uh, uh, Yes, we were with um, Waco uh, trading Glass company. Yes, that's that's the word. <laughs> Waycove Glass. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Waycove Glass Coast. Uh, yes. You will need to be more specific. You little one, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm like trying to help. It's like, we're, uh, we're at the Glass Coast Trading Company. Oh, with Lord Waycove. Yes, yes, yes. And, yes. Uh, you see he flips through a book. Yes, yes, you are uh, supposed to arrive today or tomorrow. I see you have arrived. Uh, so he kind of pulls out another piece of paper, starts filling out essentially a form. Mm-hmm. Says, so uh, what uh, dockside uh, storage are you using for your goods? It was uh, A4 was the place your, your, the warehouse y'all's stuff was put into. I believe A4. It was A4 on uh, Southern, still on the Southern Dock. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes. Southern yes, Dock. Yes. All righty. And it was... All right, uh, six and pallets of goods and some personal items. Handle with care. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Some yes, furniture. Please. All right. He finishes filling <laughs> it out and is like, now who will sign for this? And kind of slides it across the deck, desk with a quill. Uh, that, can you, can you, <laughs> do you have a box? Uh, there's actually a stepping stool <laughs> oh, on one oh. side. It's not like 
movable. It is like built into the desk <laughs> on that side, and she slides it over to that side of the desk. How courteous. Thank you. <laughs> we deal with these small folk uh, often. Oh. That's fine anyway. Not literally, but just, I mean, you know. All right. Uh, she does have two copies, one for you, one for them. She, or he signs one. He signs both. You sign both. He takes one. He's like, very well. We will have that transported uh, before sundown, and it will be at your uh, abode. Uh, thank you for using Johnson & Peterson Trading Company, a family company. <laughs> thank you. Are you Johnson or Peterson? Thank you, sir. I am receptionist. I am <laughs> Z Alati. Z Alati. Thanks, have, nice have, have a good day. You, you as well, well. So we're in the ninth district? You are currently in the tenth district. Tenth, okay. And uh, the trading company is in the sixth. I know, riveting, riveting Riven. material. I'm sadly planning this out very similarly to a Assassin's Creed 2 tower leap of faith moment oh, thing where I'm trying to figure I'm like, where's the tall thing? Spell out a map and then we can go. Yeah, and uh, for you guys and the audience, I will be making a better map than Yay. the one I'm currently using to give to you, the players, and then I will also post it on Twitter for our lovely listeners to view. Ooh, Twitters. I'd love to see, like, both the, like, poorly drawn, like, crayon map that we were earlier. It's not that bad. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice map. It's just... Yeah. It's yeah, just, it's just each district. That's a lot better than I thought. Like, yeah. like I, I know. You, well, I imagine the one that you gave the party to begin with was just very like this it's way. Just, just, uh, it's the one you guys have is just very not well put where all of the districts are. Wait, we have one. You have a very rough one of where the trading company is in relation to the dock. So, like the the whole northern side of the city isn't even on the map. Did I happen to see any shops? Carrying uh, paper? Yes. Like writing stuff? Yes. Uh, you do see several shops carrying multiple different types of writing implements, from stone tablets to clay boards, papyrus paper. Mm-hmm. Seems they are, for whatever reason, carrying a large assortment of writing implements. Nice. And you see multiple like shops that deal in this industry for this city. Uh, you also get an idea that there's probably less than 10,000 people in the city. Mm. Don't know an exact number, but just based off of your general feel walking through the city, uh, Father Pyre, you get a similar idea where less than 10,000, but more than like 5,000 is kind of the feel you're getting. So a decent-sized city for for what it is, but not like crazy large. Uh, you guys head back? Is there any like, bakeries or alchemy stores on the way not that are open Damn. bakeries all close around lunchtime but there are bakeries what time yes. is it now is it uh you guys are leaving probably around like five to six okay uh alchemical shops there's i'll say there's one that's still open but it looks like he's closing shop okay he's getting ready to close like noted for tomorrow i'm uh gonna take a walk around you, you two are welcome to join if you want or if not, I'll I'll meet you back at the trading the post? the apartment, the house, <laughs> the dorm. Uh, there the are dormitory. there are a number of like bars and like pubs and taverns, places that just serve food and drink, places that serve food, drink, and have rooms. 
So there are places around that you could eat if you so chose, but again, supplies were supposed to be delivered, including peaches. Peaches. <laughs> so peaches. up to you what you want to do. Um, I want to look for what seems like a rowdy, like a good place to get a drink. Yeah, you guys kind of finish this up and are coming back through the market district right around the time Father Pyre finishes up his <laughs> argument. <laughs> And you see him kind of like shaking hands with a human gentleman, both of them bowing to each other, seemingly in mollified but good spirits. And uh, you see them as well, kind of coming out of one of the side roads, larger side roads. Fuck. <laughs> what were you trying to stealth away? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see Father Pyre. They immediately turn to my right and try to like walk away. What'd you get? A one. <laughs> you, you run into a cart. Yeah, I run into a cart. <laughs> and then when you turn back around, Father Pyre is at your side. <laughs> hey, hey, Father. Well, were you able to find it? Yeah. Good, 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 very good. Good, good, good show, good show. Oh God, Father, are are you heading back to the um the the dorm? I had no plans to. It's a wonderful city. I figured I'd spend some more time uh, investigating it. All right. I'll see you guys back at the dorm. I mean, I'm heading back. Wait, wait. I feel like we should all should celebrate. This is our first day here off that ship for four months. We should celebrate our first day. Well, let's get a drink, have some food. Let's have some fun, shall we? I like this plan. Uh, well, the... I wouldn't say no to a good carousing. <laughs> the uh, half-elven uh, gentleman that... Uh, I keep wanting to call you Kyle. <laughs> um, I mean, I can change my name if you want. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. nope. Uh, Torin ran into. Kind of, Father Pyre helps finish loading up the cart. And oh goes, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I help. And, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, it's all right. You guys seem new in the city. It's fine. Uh, if you're looking for a place to celebrate, I happen to know a fantastic tavern. It is called the Fire and Hearth. It is right over that side street, right on the other side of the quad." Just go down, make two rights, and you will be there. Wonderful establishment. I promise you will have a night. We're, we're going Sounds to have like a, a good time. Right? Thank you. Absolutely. Time. You all have a blessed day. What was on the cart? Blessed to have on you as well. Oh, I don't know why I just did the sign of the cross. <laughs> Avatar oh, doesn't have a cross. Uh, that's it's a, a crossbow. It's the crossbow. Yes, it's, it's the crossbow of Avatar. <laughs> oh, uh, blessings of... Father, please don't. <laughs> she pulls out a holy symbol and says, Blessing of uh, Besna upon you. The group turns from Matt to Mara. <laughs> no, Father Pyre is very accepting of other religions. And of, of other good religions. They do the bad people together sometimes. The night is your oyster. Okay, so what was on the cart that fell over and yeah. you had to pick up? Oh, um... Like packages of something wrapped in like this sort of a kind of a similar material to the thing you saw people have their foot wraps, kind of like just this thick, almost like parchment type material that seems a little stretchy, tied with like rope, and it's just like square, almost like boxes of something, not super heavy, maybe about thirty-ish pounds each. Okay. No real indication about what it is and. Seems a little rude after knocking all their shit over to, <laughs> to impress them about what they're doing. Yeah, that's cool. 
So we go. I I was like, come on, guys, let's get some food. And it was let's called. The, it was called the Fire the, and Hearth. Fire and Hearth. Fire and Hearth, and we are in what district? The ninth. Is it Fire In or Fire And? And Fire and Hearth. Fire and Hearth. Organized notes this time, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, organized notes. So you can look at my jibber jabber of random words strung together on a page. Oh, normally, <laughs> normally these are the only notes I take. I mean, those are good notes. <laughs> uh, so, who all uh, torn? You still going back to the house? Or are you going to join the party? I'll join the party. Uh, Father Pyre, you want to join the party? Oh, absolutely. Off comrades to the fire and hearth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you enter into the Fire and Hearth. It's a subdued tavern. It's not like raucous, but it's a decent size. There's a decent number of people in here. There's a minstrel in the corner, kind of not really singing, just kind of playing a lute in the corner. And it seems like people are having a good time. It's a good atmosphere. It's just not party. It's not rowdy. Yeah. And behind the uh, bar, you see a elven gentleman and an elven lady. The gentleman looks identical to... The lady you ran into. <laughs> and the woman looks very similar. You know, I I have the feeling uh, it wasn't just, you know, blind recommendation. Uh, they greet you as you come in. Ah, welcome. Uh, welcome to Fire and Hearth. Please have a seat and we will get to you as soon as we can. And turns back yeah. to like filling drinks and running food. and Torin like moves his hand as if to take off a hat and they go, oh. Right. Because he doesn't have a hat. <laughs> Mar, he has a hat and it's got to take it off. And then goes like, doesn't that woman look strangely familiar? I, I feel yeah, like I've I feel seen like her from somewhere. Didn't we just run into I, I, somebody very similar huh. about two minutes ago? Maybe. Well, I'm sure it must be a family business. <laughs> uh, is there a corner booth open? Sure. Yeah, there's a corner booth open. Nice, um... Uh, large table big enough for like five or six people so you each have a little bit of elbow room you have like the space of a person and a half to yourself i'm sitting on the opposite side of the table from the father <laughs> do you allow this father <laughs> sure all the better to talk to him too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm fine in better to face uh, your a conversational partner when you when you are having a conversation i regret this immediately <laughs> uh you're sitting okay. there for maybe two-ish minutes before a younger half-elven Girl, probably about. Does this person or... also look like the others? <laughs> same color hair, mm-hmm. the same like chestnutty colored hair and uh, blue eyes. She's about fourteen-ish. Comes over wearing a name. Is like, hi there. Uh, what can I get you? We have ale. We have wine. Uh, we have an assortment of meats right now. Uh, some explorers just brought in a uh, a uh, a lycandro a little bit ago. Uh, so good meat Ooh. there. Got got some nice steaks going right now. If you'd like. On a discount, too, because we got extra from them this time. I think I'd like one of them, please. All right, that's uh, three silvers for the meat. Uh, drinks usually copper for a regular ale, or goes up from there? I'll take an ale and also a steak. What's the... I'll take an ale and a steak. I will take one of the steaks as well, and also the sweetest fruit wine you have. We can do that. A steak for me as well, and, and just a water, if, if, that, if you of can. Of course, she kind of <laughs> eyes your uh, crossing and goes... Oh. Blessings of the Father upon you. Uh, blessings of Abaddon to you as well. All right, I'll go oh, and get those orders in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Uh, I'll just take a steak and uh, whatever the strongest ale they have is. Absolutely. We can get that in for you right now. And runs off. Comes back a few minutes later uh, with your drinks. Mm -hmm. Mug of water for you. Uh, She also sets down just a pitcher of water for you to refill yourself. You get a goblet of just a dark stout. And as you try it, it's probably a barrel-aged something. It has a little bit of sweetness to it, a little bit bitter on the back end, but goes down pretty pretty damn smooth. How strong is it uh, compared to the uh, Dwarven traditional? Uh, it seems, I will say it actually tastes a little bit like the Dwarven, like an interpretation of a Dwarven, dwarven stout. I can appreciate it. It's sort of like a half-elf take on, on a Dwarven stout. They do make a fine ale. What she brings you, anyone else in the world would consider an abomination <laughs> of wine. I'm going to roll to see if it's weird or not. <laughs> it's a five. Ooh. I rolled a four. So it is perfect. Yes. <laughs> it is not super alcoholic, but it is sweet as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as she, as soon as she's away from the table, Father Pyre dips his finger into his water, and casts enhanced victuals, <laughs> and turns his water into wine. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> How many, is that, are you doing that in the pitcher? Or just no, just in his cup. Oh. <laughs> she comes back. The pitcher's like red. <laughs> uh, and Frida, uh, your ale is basic ale. It's good, but not fantastic. It's basic ass. Is it like yeah. as big as my head? No, they bring you a gnome-sized uh, mug. Do you I did... pay less for that? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, it is, propo- it is proportional. <laughs> I... <laughs> I mean, you... Okay, do we have any drinks on the boat? <laughs> Could they have seen me drink before this? Sure, yeah. I mean, the sailors had, had some kegs. Like some yeah, ale, do you, do you pull a pippin and go up to the bar and ask for a pint? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, pardon, sorry, I think uh, I ordered I ordered a pint of ale. You need you need to you need to be above the bar. <laughs> now this establishment also has a <laughs> section that's a little bit higher. Has stairs? Yeah, <laughs> gnome stairs. Yeah, no, you see a number of halflings and a few other gnomes and some leashy in here as well, just like hanging out, like. There's a decent mix of races in this city, so they deal with the shorter folk on a regular basis. Uh, the half-elven gentleman, he's like, oh, uh, we normally, uh, that's a gnome pint. Did you want a, a normal pint? Yes, please. Is gnome pint like a size? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's like- it, it, is, it is a pint that is proportional yeah. to the size of a gnome. Oh, okay. Oh, God. No, I just figured I'd think. Uh, no, that that's fine. That's fine. Um, no problem there. It uh, we have a proportional pay. You know, you imbibe the same amount for your body size, no matter what. So, if you want more, sets down a glass full of ale and just like have at it. Just don't spill it. I don't like spilled ale in my in my common room. What about the practice of pouring one out for your home dogs? <laughs> Father Pyre does not say that. Oh, God. Father Pyre's on the other side of the bar. Just busy turning water to wine. I say, Thank you. 
toddle down the little stairs as best as I can with this drink as big as my head. Like, yeah, carry it, carry it like this. <laughs> Waddle I'll, over. I'll say you're dexterous enough that it's not. You're dexterous and strong enough that it's not a huge issue, despite the fact that it legitimately weighs as much as you do. <laughs> God. Uh, so I get back to the table and like, hey, Linus. Uh, you, and you guys probably have a few minutes before your stakes are. I mean, they're stakes, so. Mm-hmm. All right, Father. High or low? Low! Fuck. That's right. <laughs> Lose again, Father. This isn't really much of a game now, is it? No, it's just you giving me coppers. High or low? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I say low. <laughs> and he hands you, like, a copper. <laughs> Thank you. Mari poxes away. So, so the guy in the corner is just jamming some ambience. Yeah, just some ambient stuff. Doesn't isn't really singing. I thought you said ambient. I was like, oh, Whoa, no. So it's that kind of establishment. <laughs> feeling chill. No. Um, Mari's gonna get up and like, okay, and hold up uh, their uh, wine glass. Let us toast to uh, new quests, adventures, and. Continued companionship. Yeah. I'll toast to that. Yes. Clink. 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 And chugs the whole thing. Goes, this, I would like another. Right away. Just like we, run we into it. Clink. It seems like we all clink and then we realize Just like that a you're headbutt. still holding yours. <laughs> yeah. cool. What's your constitution score for you to? A billion. <laughs> a billion. Just you remember the last time I had a constitution strong character and I was like, oh, I'm going to be fine. We're in the snow. I'm used to the mountains. Uh, 17. Oh, yeah, you're fine. You, you, you've you been on the sea. You've you've drank before. Fluids are nice. <laughs> and Fluids you guys see nice. this. You saw her drink a little bit on the boat, but it was the ship's ale, so they kind of didn't share a lot. You see this gnome girl 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 just just down this pint that is as big as her body and thorn's looking on like just like looking over the rim of his pint just oh and does not seem phased at all like no flushing in the cheeks perfectly like lucid just takes it i I say frito would you like to have another one of our uh, drinking competitions Historically, how have these competitions turned out? Frida always wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But Mari from trying. Oh, no. yeah, no. Mari just uses an excuse to get ridiculously drunk and happy. And it's usually people having a good time, so Frida's on board for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, each of you roll me a d20. <laughs> Five copper on the small one. Uh, as you guys are, like, starting this, your stakes come, and you see the 14-year-old elf, half-elf go... Nice. <laughs> I'll keep them coming. Hold on. Hold on one sec. Well, that's great. Um, I'm going to use your thing. So I'm going to say this. I will narrate this from the perspective of Father Pyre and Torin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see Mara T. E. Oh, or Mara E? Yes. E. Sorry. You're good. Mara E 
No, Mar E. Yeah. Mar E. Yeah. Okay, God so damn. it's Mar E. Okay. Mar E. Yes. It's yes. worse because I have it written down right here. And I just keep not looking down at my notes. I know, I'm just a terrible GM. Christ. The two of you see Mar E bow out after about the six glass, a respectable six. And then kind of, however, Mar E slumps over the table and hiccups and like is giddy. (laughs) Just (laughs) is very drunk. (laughs) Frida's still like, Frida's like five of these pints in. And is just now starting to get flush. <laughs> it's okay. Next time. We'll work it up to it. Then, an, like, another one is set down in front of you, and the empty one is taken away. That was six of them? How many am I keeping six of them? Oh, wait. Uh, I, I don't know if you, them, how right? much you guys put money on. I don't this. know. I, I, don't I, I, I don't know how much was my wine. <laughs> oh, um. Uh, <laughs> I'll say the wine was two coppers in each ale is one copper so you're at your sixth at this point and i was at six too right? you're at okay, six cool, too cool, so cool. Tally sort of situation oh yeah and yours is what did i say like two copper let's say two copper because it's a little bit of a nicer nicer beer i think i had two of them so all right yeah yeah when you guys go drinking just like so I'll was, give you the prices and just let me know how much you want three copper for the steak two copper for each beer okay yeah so Oh, yeah, I guess I never did tell you how much you guys were getting paid regularly. I Yeah, we don't know our wages. Yep. Hmm? That'd oh, be well. good to know. Oh, well. I figured, you, we you... Were, I figured we were contract workers. Uh, you are not. You are salaried. Oh. Oh, we're salaried. We can take a sick day and not feel guilty. <laughs> yes. Uh, you guys get to choose your payment between either gold, silver, and copper, which is the currency of the old world, or emerite. Amorite, which is a metal only found here, and real world talk, it's magnets. Magnets. Magnets don't exist in this world outside of this continent, so they found them and were like, "Well, this is something nobody can mimic ever." Let's so all it. of the currency are different sized magnetic bars. Is there like only certain stores that only accepts like amorite? I'm guessing eventually. You haven't found out yet. Okay. But yeah, uh, you guys do get your choice of how you want your payment each month. Uh, you get paid either 10 gold or 10 amorite. The, they're comparable in worth each Ooh. month. Hmm. So you get, that is your payment. I think Torn will, <clears throat> will take gold. All right. You get to choose each month. Like You can let him know ahead of time if you want to switch it up. I want four gold, six amorite. You can do that. Uh, Yeah, so... Drunk, drunk, not quite drunk, <laughs> drinking wine that you didn't pay for. <laughs> but it also didn't cost them anything, so they... Yeah, I mean, they never said I couldn't make my own wine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, not drunk at all, but enjoying Stone yourself. cold sober, uh, yeah. The steak was delicious. Very uh, rare, and you're not really sure what the meat was, but holy shit, was it good. Before anyone is allowed to eat, Father Pyre says a prayer over their food. What do you say? Torrin just sighs very heavily. May Abadar, Lord of the First Vault, bless this food and allow it to provide us with the nutrients that it provides. Mario's so not a good prayer. That they're like 
eating while the prayer is going on, not really noticing it's happening. No, as, it's as, just like as soon as as soon as Mar like brings it up to their mouth, Father Pyre just swats it down. <laughs> that, 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 that was good stick, Father Pyre. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Amen. And just like starts cutting into it. It's cutting into it. You got some greens on the side as well. Uh, and it takes you a minute, but you figure out that it's this like side salad. The main thing isn't lettuce, but those fronds that you saw on all of those vines is like incorporating the main portion of the lettuce portion of the salad, just like cut up into leaves. Mar, did you? Uh, I'll ask you later. No, you're good. You're good. Eating, it's it's like is Mari is doing like fine dining, like cutting manners, but it's like really sloppy, and it's just like have like big chunks of steak instead of like tiny bites. Just salivating, it's great, great times. Oh, great times. <laughs> Drunk, drunk lizard folk. Always a great time. Mm-hmm. Great time. Mm-hmm. Six foot three lizard folk, and the only person that can help carry them back is a 65 year old half orc. Oh no, as soon as this meal is done, I'm casting restoration on them so we can get them back easier. Yeah. Okay. The frills, the frills, the Mari's necks are going up and down the tails, like swagging, like in a, a serpentine pattern. It's do great. your frills, instead of like your face blushing, do your frills, frills just, blush? Yeah, they blush and they kind of like pop out a little bit more, and oh, then like the tails cool. kind of wagging. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, anything else you guys want to do for this night or head back and start fresh in the morning? Uh, yeah, I think we should probably head back and mm-hmm. get our things and everything else situated. All right. Uh, you head back. Uh, as you leave, it is now nighttime. See, the wind has died down somewhat. And you see that lanterns that were unlit now have this sort of bioluminescent glow emanating from them. Ooh. And you see a... Uh, like a porter walking by and putting what looks like a fungus into each lamp, closing it and turning a dial, and then it starts to glow. Oh. Hmm. Did you uh, restore me back to being sober? I don't know that I guess I don't know that it's like strong enough to get you back to sober, but you can like walk okay. just fine. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're drunk, yeah, but you're not like sloppy. Sloppy. Yeah. So were the peaches delivered like tonight? Yes, okay. they were with everything else. So uh, you guys get back to find that things have been ar- arrived. The main trading room is filled with boxes. The back room is filled with boxes. You come upstairs and you find the the furniture that Lord Byron had ordered for the main living area, like a couch, seat, chairs, that sort of thing. TV, Xbox, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the basics. Basics. Oh, yeah, basics. Are kind of set up <laughs> and like a coffee table, all that set up. Some bookshelves came. Mm-hmm. And then all of your, y'all's personal stuff is just in the floor not mixed like it's all oh. mixed up because oh. it's coin crusher oh. didn't know <laughs> she was expecting you guys to come back you didn't <laughs> and she didn't give enough of a fuck to actually figure it out in so, fairness oh. probably about 80 percent of it is marie's <laughs> probably's, yeah no there's um just to know where anton was anton was back in the apartment the whole time and now is sitting on the little like there's a little like roost kind of thing that's just standing mm. in the middle of all the junk that we have and just like stand, just like staring at us very creepy albino crow, crow. <laughs> so that bird ain't right <laughs> you can't talk to Antoine like that Antoine is a great assistant uh, each of you in your bedrooms have a bed and a desk 
and room for like a sitting chair if you want one, but Lord uh, Waycove did not buy you a sitting chair for your personal chamber. He agreed to get you a desk, a desk chair, and a bed. And like a bedspread. So uh, Torin finds the box, I guess, or barrel of peaches uh, that he specifically requested be uh, in uh, uh, packed with ice, I guess. Because it, it yeah. couldn't... It, well, could, well, because it can't be enchanted to like... Well, no, because there's like Why druidic not? magic. Yeah, there's druidic magic. No, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So the, the he requested that be uh, enchanted to... Like, a, pres- a preservation spell on it. Yeah, yeah. like whatever's yeah. inside. A druidic just preservation spell, spell. sure. Yeah. Or it won't spoil. Um, yeah, so you have a crate of peaches. Yep. Yep. And As Torn, per your contract. Torn just hefts it up into one arm, opens his door. I'll see y'all in the morning. How long do those peaches last? <laughs> no, so so he gets in his room, uh, sets, the, sets the crate down, opens the top, takes just a peach. Closes it, sits down at the desk, just smashes it, <laughs> <laughs> and just like starts slicing like little like very slim, uh, slim, uh, uh, very thin slices uh, off of the peach, and just kind of eating them thoughtfully. Um, I think he has like a tap, like a, a, a not a tapestry, but like a um, some kind of like cloth, like uh, colored cloth that he like ha- is hanging on the walls as he's just taking like a slice of peach at a time. Um, so it takes him like a good hour to get through the peach. Okay. Um, he, he savors it. Uh, what are the other three of you guys doing during this time as uh, Torin goes to their room? Uh, so Antoine kind of acts like Mari's caretaker right now because Mari's kind of drunk and just kind of like pulls up the cloak and just kind of drags Mari into their room. You just, you just like collapse onto the bed, bed and, and then like Antoine just takes the like, <laughs> like takes the blanket and just flies. You need over. to pay that homunculus more. <laughs> um, Father Pyre this, also this. retires pretty early. Uh, he goes into his room, you know, says a few prayers, um, and then just sits sits down at his desk, gets out his writing set, and starts uh, writing in his journal. Frida, Frida, night owl. Frida is a bit of a night owl. Uh, she goes out on the balcony for a bit and enjoys a bit of the weird wind in all of its flavors. Um, and she goes back into her room. I'd like to think that her room is the closest to the balcony, but I don't know if she got that lucky. Um, but, yeah, she goes back to her room and, like, cracks the window and, like, just makes it feel, like, homey, sets up her stuff. She's got... I mean, she's got her big old backpack full of stuff, but then she also has her, like, few luggagey things. But she doesn't, like, open them. She just puts them in places, and she's like, yep, that's where those live. So. She's a suitcase suitcase liver. Yeah. Got that bad, like, laundry basket life. <laughs> Don't know what that's like. Nope. <clears throat> <laughs> she has, like, uh, a really, really big rolled up. Uh, parchment that is sticking out of her backpack and um she like rolls it out and it's like a big honking map of the archipelago and uh she tries to figure out which ball she'll put it on but doesn't really decide and just puts it on the desk still rolled up all right uh she comes on the bed and goes to sleep <laughs> like you do 
Uh, you are all unceremoniously woken up the next day by Lynn Coincrusher. Oh no, Father Pyre is up very early. Father Pyre is up early. Making breakfast for everyone. Uh, as you're making breakfast, you see Lynn walk upstairs, and you see that she has effectively a gong. Oh god. Ah, good morning, Lynn. Uh, blessings of Abaddon upon you. Good morning, Father. Alright, time to wake the others up. Kicks in each of your doors and just starts banging on the gong. I'm up! I'm up! <clears throat> emergency! Emergency! If I can... uh, she sees the pillow fall off the bed and like, like, it makes noises and then just sort of like wanders to the door because I'm sleeping in the pillowcase. <laughs> That's adorable. Does she think it's like possessed or anything? No. <laughs> okay. She just rolls with it. Uh, she's like, "All right, everybody, get up, have breakfast, and then it's uh, time for first day of work. Let's get to it." Mario just peeks, peeks out and looks around at me. D- dear comrades, how did I end up in bed? Last thing I remember was challenging Frida to a drinking contest. And... Must have been the blessings of Abadar. Oh. Did I lose again? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was quite embarrassing. Uh, oh, well, next <laughs> time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what does Father Pyre prepare? I think he prepares a little something different for everybody. Um, for Mari, it's definitely, like, some kind of fruity crepes. Um, I think for... Are you dare using a peach? <laughs> what kind of fruit are you No, using? I think, I think, I think Father Pyro has enough respect not to steal, um, uh, uh, Torin's peaches. You'd go into that asking. room, you would not come out. <laughs> I feel Torin likes a good, like, English breakfast. Mm-hmm. Just a good spread. Yeah. Yes. It's like bacon. Some there's definitely some like, but it's like bacon. thick English bacon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, and there's like some sausages, and um, he makes a few eggs for himself. Your yeast uh, starter arrived with the rest of your thing, <laughs> so you can start making bread at some point. Oh yeah. No, there's definitely a nice sourdough starter in there. Oh yeah. Uh, as nice. per, I will say as per your request, instead of a fireplace, you guys have a brick oven in the kitchen. Ooh. Instead of a fireplace in the living area. Mm-hmm. It's kind Ooh. of a one or the other situation. Okay. We're okay. making pizzas. Uh, yeah, you guys have breakfast. Oh, what do you make for? Oh, yeah. What do you make for Frida? Yeah. Do you make the mistake of making her a small size? <laughs> no, God, no. no. <laughs> Abadar, no. Yeah. No, I I spent four months on a boat with her. <laughs> you know she can put it down. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's I'm probably like a lot of like like porridge and oatmeal that sort of thing Ooh. something nice like hot and hearty i like it mm-hmm. uh yeah so you guys finish up you come downstairs and you see that a lot of the stuff has been moved you don't know how early if lynn went to sleep at all to get all of this done yes frida Question. yes is there corn in this universe there is, but it's very difficult to get. Trats. Okay. It really only... It's coming on the next boat. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it really only likes to grow one in one area. Corn. So getting it from that area, it just, for whatever reason, doesn't like to take other places. So it's, it is like a red corn, though. It's not like mm-hmm. yellow corn. It's mm-hmm. like this red maize. So you're saying no grits? No grits. Oh, no. Uh, you come downstairs uh, again. The it's very organized now. You see the shelves have started to get set up. You don't know if she slept at all. 
She is an amazing woman. She does not look tired one bit. No bags, nothing. Like, she's just sitting there sipping on uh, some coffee. Because, whew, this stuff, I am so glad they found that, that those beans wherever, they're, wherever they come from. Because, holy shit. Is she jittery? No. She mm. is steady as a rock. Mm. This stuff gets you going. Oh, Whew. You've been eating magic beans? No, dude. Uh, coffee, dear. Oh, Linda, okay. may I try some of this coffee? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it, it's what you would think a dark, or like a dark Colombian roast, okay. zero sugar, black coffee would taste like. I take like the smallest drop on my tongue. Well, hold now, you're going to drop my coffee. Give me that take, take, shit take back. Take poison away from me. Ma'am, may I just have a few beans, please? Oh, yeah. Oh, here. He goes into the back. coffee beans? Yeah. Uh, she Gross. goes. She like leads you to the back, and there's like a coffee, like little like kitchenette area in the back, right behind the like the main desk. She's like, you can help yourself. Um, I keep it here just because I'm moving around a lot. So this is, I just set up the table here so that I can make it more easily. In universe, did coffee originate on? No, it's it's old world stuff. Oh, okay, okay. There's there's a rainforest over there where it grows. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Torn will open like just kind of a you know a bag a very small bag. He's yeah, there's somewhere. like a small little like a Bunsen burner type deal that she was like brewing the coffee on on top of. Um, and so he just takes this bag and just kind of like scoops it into the beans, and then t- takes like a bean, puts it in his mouth, winces just a little bit, ties the bag up, puts it back. Weird, but okay. <laughs> uh, you also see that behind the counter, she has put up two maps. One of them is a far more detailed map of the city. The other one is a rough map of the area around the city. Uh, You see there's an area called uh, the Glass Wastes, just outside of the city limits, that goes for several miles. And then there is the Stone Forest. And then it kind of gets a little bit more vague, like the actual like defining lines of geological features and topographical features get a little bit more, like, not this is where this is and more of just kind of like eh, it's in this general Less region. Defined. Yeah. Uh, she sits down kind of on a stool and goes, all right, well for your first task, uh, I actually got a lot done last night cleaning up. Uh, so for your first task today will be to head over to a crystal shop in the ninth district and get us some cooling crystals that we can use to, keep our goods cold Hmm. as they travel across because it turns out that is actually cheaper here than hiring a druid to cast preservation magic on the goods because we'd have to use them every single time but if we get enough crystals we can put them in the boxes and just get the boxes returned and just use them over and over again yeah it's weird we don't we don't have those it's one of those new things that's over here and don't i don't know where they come from but they keep things cold Pulls out a sheet of paper. Uh, this is the number that we need and their allocation between boxes and the home. Each of us is getting essentially an ice chest for the the apartments. So good job on that. Uh, and she kind of sets that on the table and she pulls out a box, sets it down, opens it up, and it's filled with uh, gold. It's like, this is the payment to the proprietor for the crystals. 
Please go and procure them and see them safely back here. It will probably take all of you to carry them. Uh, we have a cart out back that you can use if you want. One of you will have to pull it. Don't have any animals yet. <laughs> I'll pull it. Yes, guys. Uh, and when you get back from there, we have a lot of organizing to do. Yay. Running a business. Uh, gotta get all of the stock in and make sure we got everything. So get to it, come back, and I'll have everything ready for you to to take care of. Yes, ma'am. Uh, the shop she sends you to is called Etar's Fine Crystals. Etar's Fine Crystals. Is it like a new age crystal shop? <laughs> it is E-T-A-R. Uh, you find your way there, especially with all y'all. All of your exploring yesterday. You go there, you find it easy. It's kind of down like a back alley. And it, what district is it? The ninth, the merchant district. And you open the door to this honestly a little bit shady. Like it's not run down because nothing in this city is run down. But it's kind of out of the way in this main thoroughfare. Like it's down like a couple side streets on like tiny thing. Like two people can't go past each other. It's like single file. Door I, uh, opens inward instead of out because it just can't. The yeah. hallway's not big enough for it to open. Can the cart fit? Can the cart fit? Nope. I uh, I move my uh, trench coat like flap sort of behind the axe that I have on my waist, you know, like gunslinger style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I keep my my hand on the handle or the uh, haft of the axe. Uh, you open the door, and the strong smell of. Sp- just perfumes and herbs just comes out of <coughs> the uh, door. And as you enter in, there's like a low like smoke. You see multiple. For, now that you're in there, you're smelling multiple different incense sticks all they, going at the same time. Are they all like, what do they smell they- like? A lot of different things, like, like sage, honeydew, like just all kinds of different things just going. But you also see uh, on the walls crystals. Just some of them look more like uncut gems, gems, but uncut crystals of various colors, sizes, types. And on the other wall, you see some that you've never seen before. Different colors, hues. Some of them seem to actually be giving off light. Hey, I um, think we're at the right place. Sweet. Uh, you okay. see a blue skin, like a very sky blue scaled, I should say, lizard folk with uh, feathers, but not a feather headdress, actual oh. feathers coming out of their head, what? almost in like a mohawk going down. I'll I'll let you uh, folks handle the uh, roll a here. intelligence check, oh, or a lore, like a lore common if you have that. I have lore brick dial. No, then just a straight intelligence. Twenty. <laughs> you have heard of this, where instead of putting on a headdress like the nobility oh. and higher echelon of society, it's basically the lizard folk equivalent of piercings. Where they stick the these metallic quilled feathers into their scales, and then their scales heal around them, 
to mimic a actual feathered look. Hmm. I've only read about this trend. It is not something the High Court particularly likes. You can have your own take on it, but the, the royal family specifically doesn't really like it. They're like, oh, you don't get to just do that. You know, you emulate the ancestors. You don't just become them. Sort of an idea. Wait, we talking about like the earring that he and Mar had. Would that be kind of like similar to that? No, because uh, it, w- it would be the same idea where you like clipped yeah. it into a scale. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. This is like hundreds of feathers oh, that would have been individually like essentially stabbed into their scales. Yikes! Uh, <clears throat> as you walk in, they go, uh, "Hello there." I am T, or Z, Z Etar. Welcome, Z E E Etar E dash T A R. Z Etar, welcome to my crystal shop. What would you like? And you see, he's wearing silk robes, just dangling sleeves, long robes. Uh, you don't hear his feet claws on the floor as he kind of walks around. He's like. What can I get for you? Would you like something for health? Happiness. Uh, looks at you. Maybe love? Ah, I have crystals for love. Crystals for everything. <laughs> Torin. Uh, I think we actually today should be looking for crystals for cooling. And, and quite a large amount, actually. Cooling. Ah, yes. The crystals to keep things cold. I have a few. What would you? What do you need? How many? And he... Uh, uh, Father Pyre just drops the sack of gold on the counter. Uh, it's a like lockbox. Oh, dro- drops the lockbox on the table. Uh, however many this will buy. We're getting it for the Glass Coast Trading Company. Okay. Uh, you were given a piece of paper that had the exact oh. amount you needed on it. Oh, uh, well, then he hands him that. I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Details. Uh, uh, he kind of lifts an eyebrow at the box, grabs the paper, he goes, so... I do not have this many. I can provide some, but maybe a third of what you are asking for. These are, uh, based on what uh, this says, uh, the gold you have is not enough to not enough. to to have all of them. Uh, you were given roughly like mm, two-ish thousand gold. The crystals, wow. the sizes you were looking for, are run about two hundred gold apiece. Wow. And we needed how many of them? More than 2,000 gold worth. How much more than 2,000 gold? About 5,000 gold worth. Seems that Lord Byron's information was a little wrong this time around. Mm. Uh, I would be more than happy to provide you with what uh, you can afford. Uh, There are many ways to make money in this city. uh, Or if you want, it kind of points to a map on his wall. You are welcome to go and collect them yourself, eh? I mean, no rules outside of the city. Just don't kill each other. I go look at the map. It's a smaller but more detailed map of the area just around the city. And you see that the area this uh, is the Stone Forest is where they're getting these crystals from is kind of marked. And it's just outside of the glass waste, so it's maybe a day or two away. Like, ah, yeah, you are more than welcome to go. I mean... I'm just letting you know the options. I cannot provide. I, I mean, for 2000 nobody else in the city will either. I mean, these are not uh, cheap to get. Yeah, I have to pay somebody to go and get them. That's why they are expensive. It is dangerous out there, eh? What dangers? 
Are you you new here? Yes, we arrived just yesterday. Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, Abadar protect. Okay, so. <clears throat> oh, yes. Oh, no, I'm fellow no, faithful of Abadar. No, no. I leave. I leave the shop. You, you, uh, there are many things. I mean, the glass waste is mostly fine. That is why we settled here. There are not many things coming, but outside of that, there's many things that would kill you in an instant. I mean, there, dragons mm. exist. Did you know that? Dragons. dragons? Actual dragons. Yeah, I saw one flying, like, two months back. Oh, hold on. Is there insight? Yeah. Uh, I would say it would be society. Not gonna bust. Okay. Yeah, I would say society. It has not been my day to roll. What you roll? I've rolled three ones today. Oh, Gee, get rid god. of the. Oh, you're using different dice. Oh god. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Dragons, you say. Yes, yes, dragons. Uh, you guys have essentially think of it like our actual world, where it's like, oh yeah, dragons. Like dragons. everybody kind of uh-huh. has heard of dragons, but nobody. It's kind of like mm-hmm. thought of as a myth. Yeah. Well. Like maybe they existed. Maybe they were large lizards. Like who knows? Our ancestors. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like oh, maybe they existed. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? What color? Oh, this one was kind of a uh, bluish black, from what I could tell from the uh, light reflecting off. Big, big fuck out for me to see him from here, eh? But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, the forest. Uh, there's all sorts of little, like, uh, little uh, creatures. I don't know. They say they're maybe that big. Uh, he holds up his, I guess he doesn't have a thumb and pinky because he's a lizard. Uh, well, why wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, I guess li- do, do lizard folk have five digits or do they not? Let me reference the picture. They have... Oh, yeah. Five, four, five. What? 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 Where's a clear? We'll picture? say they have five. They have five. They have five. Yeah. Have so he holds up his uh, thumb and forefinger about God. what would you say, like four or five inches? It's like six inches. Six inches. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, they're yeah, about six inches big. Uh, attack things. Uh, there are rumors of whales coming from inside the stone forest. Weird little creatures that dig uh, through the dirt, like the this island, this continent. Did you say whales coming through the forest? Yeah, like whales, whales? like ah. Screams, you know. Come on, oh. and he kind of slaps your shoulder. Come on, like screams, people wailing oh. in fear and pain or something. I don't know. I haven't been. I don't go out there. I don't know. That sounds kind of fun. Well, what I'm saying. Uh, or you could go to one of the common houses in the uh, what district was that? In the, the tenth district, there are plenty of notice boards in the common rooms for the free folk. You are more oh, than welcome em- to go employment there. Employment is not the issue. We are, we are, we are full-time employees of the the Glass Coast. Uh, oh. Trading company. New trading company. Great, great. Is, uh, you know, don't bother me. Uh, we have plenty of work for you, but uh, like I said, I will sell you what I have. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll take what you have. and uh, Or what I can, what you can afford. <laughs> Not what I have. I have more. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Uh, he kind of... Before you go ahead and get the goods out of the back, uh, let us just uh, convene and weigh our options for a moment. So, like, off to the side. Right, right. Uh, no, no. Take your time. I will uh, go to the back. Ring bell at the desk when you want me. I will uh, go to back and start preparing items. Eh? Thank you. Trots off to the back. Amateurs not even getting the sounds of the dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, having done business in the past, if uh, your boss gives you a certain amount of money to get a thing and you come back without the money and you don't have the round of things, the boss gets mad. I, I do agree account. that we should not spend this money. 
Uh, I agree. I agree as well. Well, why not? Get less worth work for us later. Um, uh, I, I see that's reference back to Lindy. I can't take you seriously when you do that voice. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> let me rephrase. Your boss might think you stole the money and then shorted him and lied about prices. Yes, that's quite common, especially with my family business. And also, she gave us pretty clear instructions. And the plan has changed, so before we do anything, we should confirm. I don't think we should buy these today, using all of our money. I also, say we go back to Lennon. I don't know, this guy seems sort of slimy. Really? Seems pretty normal to me. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just getting a, getting a vibe. But these crystals, though, I wonder if I can use what the purposes for alchemical experimentation. Well, we can apparently go get our own. I think we should do that. Indeed, I agree with you. How big did does he have like the crystals on display? Not those. Okay. Uh, I want to. Or nothing that seems to be like a cooling crystal. You walk around and uh, none of the crystals are giving off like a cooling energy or anything. And did he say how big they were? Nope. All right. Wait a sec. What was his name? Uh, Z Etar. Z Etar. If we're all in the shop and you said the cart could not fit down the alley, could yes. we just abandon our cart? Yes. I don't know. Did you? Yes. Right, we'll put a padlock on it. <laughs> put a bike lock. <laughs> yeah. Lock, yeah. lock we the did wheels. Did a chain and like yeah, 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 yeah. You, you shove like a like a steel uh-huh. spike <laughs> through both both wheels. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh Excuse me, Z. Uh, you ring like a little bell on the uh, desk. He comes back well, around. I, I call him first, and then one of them points out the bell. And, oh, ding! Uh, yes. Uh, what? He comes around. What can I? What did you need? Since did you, you make decision? Since you are the expert, may we see one of these crystals just to examine it? Yes. Uh, sure. I don't see. Uh, I don't see why not. Uh, sure. Give me one second. I was just getting ready. Goes so any, he, uh, he goes back and I turn to the party. What I'm thinking is if we can just, if these are small, we can just go get our own for free. And then we have saved our employer 2,000 gold. That is profit. Bosses do like gold. In the merchant uh, trade, profit is good. So he comes back uh, with holding like a thick cloth bundle. Thick. Thick. Like thick. you, like you can see that it is just like very thickly woven wool, uh-huh. oh. probably like two layers thick, mm-hmm. and unwraps and you see uh, about a foot from tip to tip, like ice blue crystal, and you see as soon as he unwraps it, steam starts coming off of it. Oh, like like dry ice kind of. Yeah, Ooh. where it's coming contact, it, just coming into contact with the air is causing steam. Interesting. Now, uh, one of these, this is the size they normally come in. Uh, you would have to cut it yourself. Gym cutters are, I mean, you can find a gym cutter. They are stupidly expensive, but your business, not mine. <laughs> uh, one this size, you could get two uh, crate crystals out of, is what we call them. They're about six inches each is what you need to keep a average-sized crate cold. Oh. Interesting. Very so six inches is kind of the uh, realm you're looking for. Uh, but uh, one of the reasons the gem cutters are a little expensive, just so you know, is you don't actually need to cut the gems, the crystals in any particular shape. They just need to be cut in half. So there's not really a whole lot of demand for them. That's why I don't cut anything. 
It's like, you can do it yourself, whatever. Not my problem, not my business. <laughs> well, oh. thank you for uh, showing us. Oh, yes, no problem. Uh, come back if you ever need love potion. That looks at you, <laughs> no, Mar. No. Mari. Just like, if you need love potion. Love potion. Well, potion, what, what, uh, no, it is crystal. No, Mar, he points no, out like no, no, this, like, what, lavender. What is the alchemical Mar, no. components of this love potion, perhaps? Well, is it made with these juniper? Or perhaps a... Well, what you see is, and he goes and he takes this lavender, sweet-smelling crystal off of the wall. And he says, what you do is you take a little bit of this with a file, and you grind it up and put it into something they drink. Hoo-hoo, boy. When I say love, I mean it is sex potion. They will be rowdy. So, an aphrodisiac? Sure, yeah. Is that the word? I don't know. I never went to school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we sell them at my family business. Uh, gin and tonic pharmaceuticals? Oh, yes. I know of your family. Uh, well, uh, if you'd have nothing else, please have a nice day. <laughs> um, oh, that shit. That's changed real quick. Shit. Anyway, um, I'm going to have... I'm going to... And he puts the crystal back on the shelf and walks behind the counter. Like, he, he's not, like, in the back room. Okay. He just walked behind the counter. Okay. It's like, I, I have my raven with me, so... Anton, take notes of the crystal. I'll take, <laughs> later. I'll take note of it later. That's a very southern crow. <laughs> Caw. 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 I vote that Kyle now does the chronosis <laughs> yes, from now you're on. you're not Antoine. <laughs> Kyle Antoine, Antoine, take notes. Caw. Caw. <laughs> just like a southern plantation owner. Caw. And so we... Yes, well, blessings of habit are upon you. Uh, have a, a good day, I suppose. Uh, do come back, uh, you three, if you wish to buy some crystals. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, nope. No, just. Bye. And you all kind of like shuffle out into this small alley. Yes. Is our cart still where we left? Yes. So Bye. he said, "You three. He doesn't like you. I wonder why. Hmm. Can't imagine. Hmm." Uh, you guys do approach your cart and see that one gentleman with a red sash and two pistols on his hips and a rifle slung over his shoulder is standing by your cart. He's like, this yours? Uh, no, uh, never yeah, seen that. Shit. Don't leave your carts just lying around, please. Like, you're in the middle of a thoroughfare. Please, like, you know, deal with them or we're going to take them. Is, is there... Mm-hmm. Is the guard hot? <laughs> I rolled a natural one. Oh, Yikes. they have. Yeah. He has a nice personality. What Real could, unfortunate. What could face. be described as a disaster zone? Oh, he's seen some fights. He's oh. definitely seen some combat. Oh, has what? Uh, actually, you would know from your time on the sea is a bayonet cut through one of his cheeks where it looks like he was in the middle of a fray and rifle combat like close quarters rifle combat with bayonets and he probably just barely was able to dodge someone stabbing at his face with a bayonet nose has been broken several times just has a couple other scars teeth are a wreck oh uh thank you (laughs) i go over and i like grab our cart you can't move it actually make me a strength check (laughs) Do what I want, which is apparently not roll straight. Do it. Hey. 19. 
Dang. His eyes shoot up as this tiny gnome. Because this is like a full-sized, like, five-foot-long, like, hand cart to move goods. As this small gnome just starts, grabs on with, like, two hands fully extended and just starts walking, <laughs> pulling the cart behind them. As we pass the arms, like, I mean, she's strong. Hell yeah, nothing wrong with a strong woman, am I right? <laughs> don't be Whew. afraid. Don't, I, oh, well, don't. I'm, uh, but oh. don't leave your card out and turns and walks oh. off. <laughs> a little sad. Well, that was interesting. Alright, so um, I realize I'm walking and I don't know where we're going, so I'm gonna... Also, you want, you, you want to help with the cart? I just wanted out of that conversation, yes. Alright, I heft the cart <laughs> easily. Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah, you know, it's the hot differences, you know. You guys head back? Yes. Horses here? Haven't seen any horses. You've seen a few mules and like donkeys and like, shall we say, hardier animals? That's So, what I'm thinking is we can just go get the crystals ourselves. If so, it's about what, one of those long, foot long crystals for like 400 gold? Yes. True. So we need, what, 12 and a half? I'd go ahead and round it up to uh, 14, just because things could happen. Let's make it 15 so I could have some for a no, experimentation. All right, let's not, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, we're going to need stuff to wrap them in. So maybe we can use some of, if we can, convince Lynn. Lynn. Or Ms. Coin Crusher. <laughs> and we can convince Ms. Coin Crusher to allow us to buy the whatever that cloth was that's wrapping it up. We can go get our ourselves. Hmm. That would be that would net us in profit. Well, no, we're not using all two thousand gold for the wrap. Oh no, no, we use some of it, obviously, uh, and then but we save money by oh yeah, sure, and then profit. So yeah, convincing. I feel like talking to her would be a good idea. See, like, hey, what do we need? What do people need to go get stuff? Like, other than the wraps and maybe a bag. All right. Mm. By the way, I'm not carrying that big old archipelago map. Gotcha. Uh, You guys get back. You come in, and she's still, like, moving stuff around. Like, ah, you're back. What can I, uh, got the crystals? We can get them installed and get stuff going. Well, a hold up on the crystals, actually. So, what had happened was, they were going to charge way too much for not enough crystals. So, what you? What do you mean? Uh, so, Lord we Byron did the did the did the research. Yes, well, it seems like his research may be a bit outdated. Or they're just upcharging. How much? Well, we could get about like, three thousand gold. More, oh. more than what you we had, so five thousand total. Oh, so is here is much. here's my proposal. How much is that uh, cloth that wraps up the crystals? Oh, um, I mean it's just uh, just regular cloth. Yeah, just double doubled up wooden wool cloth. How hard would it be to go get our own crystals? She kind of leans back for a second, like, well, I mean, do you know where they come from? Yes, actually, from that forest. Well. The- we, uh, we saw stone? stone? Yes. Yeah, just, the past stone the, just past the glass waste. Yes. Well, that is not something we had considered. 
I suppose, you know, now that I think about it, that is what we hired you for, to go out and get us supplies. We were trying to get things streamlined before we started sending you out, but 5000 No That's... negotiation or anything like that? No. He was really... Other, other sources? Well, I don't know if anyone uh... else who sells it in town. And that is he, true. He, he told us they'll be the same. He was the only mm. one I knew of that uh, traded in crystals exclusively, so mm. I guess anyone else probably would have been more... Because it's not their main source of income. Well, shit. Alright, I guess... Yeah, I guess y'all are going to have to start earning your keep a little bit sooner than expected. Uh, Was that not what we were doing today? Well, I meant risking your lives a little bit more, Father. Did you get more Southern? I did. (laughs) (laughs) It's my it's my orcish drawl. It comes out after every now and then. Mm. It's lovely. Uh, yeah, you know, I grew up in an orchid. Why am I telling you my life story? Listen. Uh, I, I would love to hear take, it someday. And she kind of <laughs> takes a small sack from her. Uh, nope, I didn't. I am counting gold right now. <laughs> <laughs> business, business, business. You, yep. are, you are a lovely person, Mr. Thunderhelm, but uh, this has put us behind schedule already. So let us yes. get these crystals. Well, get I mean, crystals. you guys are going to have to travel out there. Uh, she's kind of just like, you're going to have to travel out there, get the stuff, come back. There's a whole thing now where we were so. expecting to get these today. Well, how far is the forest? Oh, from what I've heard, about two days out. Oh, is there a charter or anything? Uh, a what? A charter? No, no. There, there's no way to pay someone to take you out there. That's oh. what we are paying you for. Oh. So the crystals, when wrapped up uh, uh, adequately, they won't like melt. Oh, they don't melt. They just will frostbite anything oh. that touches them. Like, they almost instantly freeze anything that, like, touches them. Snow crystal fight. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have an alchemy item that is... We gotta carry him in something special. Well, I mean, we could just wrap him up and then put him on the cart. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, are we... Okay. Okay. Or, I mean... How... a cart, do we have... Uh, yeah, he... When you, like, picked up the crystal... Yeah, how much uh, did it weigh? Maybe five pounds for the foot long one. Bulky, but Easy peasy, I can do that, no problem. Uh, she turns on, hands you, you, Father Pyre, a sack of coins. Says, mm-hmm. "Y'all, or one of you, or some of you, go." Actually, Father Pyre, you go get some, some of those claws. Uh, one of you go with him. I'll go. All right, uh, Mara, Mari, mm-hmm. and yes. Torin, you guys start making mm-hmm. preparations to head out into the wide open world and. When you get back, I guess you guys are going to be heading out. Glass Coast is a roleplay television production. It is powered by Pathfinder 2nd Edition by Pezo Games. For it and more of their work, you can find it at Pezo.com. Torin Thunderhelm is played by Kyle Hall. You can find him at CommandantK1 on Twitter. Father Pirate Buckway is played by Mara Deguzis. You can find them at WildDeguzis on Twitter. Frida is played by Rachel Ristow. You can find her at Teaspoon, that is T34SP00N, on Twitter. Mar E. Tonic is played by Nathan Chen. You can find them at Nathan the Hatter on Instagram. Glass Coast is GM'd by Matt Corley. You can find me at Best Matt Corley on Twitter. As always, if you enjoyed our show, please consider sharing it with your friends and family and check out the rest of the RPTV lineup. If you'd like updates about the show and our network, you can follow us on Twitter at TheRoleplayTV. 
Thank you for tuning in. Your support means the world to us. We'll see you next time.